So if the food, so for example, uh, in the den, when you, we talk about, like when we point out the deer heads and how Mr. Rohde um, shot those deer in Stanley Park in 1906, um, I usually mention that, you know, for me as a local, it's a little, there's a couple of things. One is that it's a little bit of a, a, a head shake uh, to remember how much wildlife there actually was in the city at that time. Um, so not just, you know, what we think of now with raccoons and coyotes and squirrels and so on, but there were wolves and bear and cougar right in what we now know as Vancouver. Um, even though there, and even though those heads are mounted as trophies, they would have used the entire animal, right? They would have used, they would have eaten the, the, the meat. And so although they lived there at a time when there were grocery stores and butchers and they could get their food that way, um, people still obviously supplemented their food as well. So they, we know they hunted the deer, they hunted duck. We know that uh, Mrs. Rohde preserved the duck in glass jars. And in fact, during World War I, sent them overseas to her sons um, through the Red Cross. Um, the uh, what else did I say? The um, we know that the family had uh, the orchard, right? They had three, at least three different kinds of fruit trees. They had plum and apple and pear. Uh, they grew berries, um, so uh, raspberries and gooseberries, I think. And they would have had the the garden uh, by the house, because we know the granddaughters' part of their job was to to harvest those berries. Um, Mr. Rohde, like I, I mentioned in my thing, he's what I would consider a foodie. There's, there's a lot of comments about how particular he was about the food that he liked. He wouldn't eat store-bought bread, for example. Um, Matilda would make all of their own bread, not only at home, but also when they were out on their boat, which I think is kind of going above and beyond myself. Um, he bought his car, he made friends with the the people at the Hotel Vancouver at the time and got his coffee beans from the same place they did. And of course, when Matilda was making meals, I mean, in that kitchen, they made three full meals a day, um, you know, and it wouldn't have been, you know, soup and sandwiches. It would have been meat and potatoes and vegetables. And so it was going all the time. Her own father was a baker. So she, of course, was a very good baker. We talked a little bit about the fact that although the roadies had help in the house, including what they referred to as a Chinese day boy, uh, Matilda, in fact, uh, along probably with Emma mostly, did all the cooking herself. So while the, the, you know, the maid or the Chinese day boy might have helped with chores around the house or prep, um, it was really Matilda who did the baking. And this student asked me, they said, well, because they had the Chinese day boy, would they have cooked, um, would they have cooked like Asian food? And I thought, well, I don't know that, but I can't imagine they would, uh, you know, given the society at the time, that it probably would have been food that they had grown up with, um, you know, that they were, uh, you know, comfortable with, 